Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I am fantastic. Uh, this is exactly my experience of spring bake and uh, otherwise Florida-related things. I never participated in real spring break. Neither did I. So it, this is my experience is watching other people do crazy things over through the television. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content and get the episodes a few days early if you'd like. So please check that out. Thank everyone. Thank everyone who supports us. This week's episode is Kill the Alligator and Run. Episode BABF16, originally aired April 16th, 2000, written by John Swartzwelder, directed by Jen Cameraman, I guess, is how I say that? Uh, sure. John Swartzwelder, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> Someone's been to the panhandle, I'm just going to put it that way. I, I, yeah, this, this, this town definitely is a, a panhandle town, but I, this is when you have, I, I don't know, we'll talk about it. Uh, the rating was about, let's see, 7.4, approximately 7.46 million households. Highest, let's see, finished 46 in the ratings for that week. It was the third highest rated show on Fox that week, following Malcolm in the Middle with an 8.2 and X-Files with a 7.7. So X-Files, were, this is the waning days of the X-Files. They weren't going to be around much longer. God, I can't believe we've already gotten to the waning days of the X-Files and the Simpsons are still going, well, I don't know about strong, but, you know, they're going. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the way you could yeah they're going i think this is just before uh david duchovny leaves the show oh man i think when did he leave let's see i thought it was like the last two seasons yeah the last two so this is the last season he's in it and then the next season the last two seasons it has uh you know t1000 instead of t1000 he, i mean that's his name right does he have a name? Yes, yes. I'm sure he has another name in real life, but you know, we'll just call him. But it's Robert Patrick. It's right. I know. I'm just. Oh, okay. I'm just being stupid. Uh, the chalkboard gag. I am not here on a fart ball scholarship. Uh, it's it's fine. I like. I can. I up any time that they just make a joke that a ten year old would make. That's like. That's true. That's definitely. I, a I can. Joke. I I will go. That's that. Like I can. I can get with that. Like yeah, Bart would say he's there on a fart ball scholarship. <laughs> that's a thing bart would say uh the couch gag uh the simpsons are barefoot briskly walking across a bed of hot coals in order to reach the couch when they sit down the soles of their feet are black and smoldering yeah it's fine yeah yeah it's accurate yeah uh so guest stars diedrich bader as the sheriff who i guess never gets a name <laughs> i did notice but it's by far yeah. not a big problem in this episode because there's bigger fish to fry. And then we have Robert Evans, Charlie Rose, Kid Rock, and Joe C. as themselves. I'm really surprised they were able to get Robert Evans. I mean, I know he wasn't doing much by this point in his career, but still, it's a pretty big get. His grand, he's probably one of his grandchildren. That's true. I'm sure that happens to a lot of older actors and writers and producers. Like, hey, uh, my grandkids love this show. Let's get this over with. Yeah, I'll be on it. All I, all I have to do. I have like, to go sexually harass some young starlet. Is Robert Evans still alive? I don't know. He is. He's 88, but he is still alive. Wow. And to be fair, I do not know that he has sexually harassed anyone. But the way things are going, mm. Charlie Charlie Rose has, has fared much worse in late... Robert Evans is sold, Matt, then most of the people that he would have are probably also dead or near dead. So that's probably true. So this is some morbid start to this show. Uh, the episode begins with Bart delivering the mail to Homer and Homer. This is noteworthy because Homer gets a magazine called Self-Test Monthly. Fantastic. It's a good magazine. Yeah. All you have to do is read the names of Twitter. <laughs> So he he starts taking the quizzes that are just the answer, the, just the headlines of them, just the titles of the quizzes on the on the sh on the, the the cover. Lisa Lisa corrects him. Homer doesn't care. Um, he goes to Flanders and quizzes him a, about some sex test, and Flanders is upset about this because he says it's been six months since Maud died. It's been five episodes. Well, you know, sliding timeline. Not like the Marvel Universe. Never too soon enough to start making jokes about dead people. Not in The Simpsons. Everything is funny in The Simpsons. Uh, uh, again, like any of this, they go to Lenny and Carl for a Backstreet Boy question. Obviously, the answer is Nick. 
I have no official opinion about the Backstreet Boys. Uh, I'm sure if you ask my sister, she would. I was I was too old, and I didn't care about boy bands at the time. I'm more of an NSYNC man myself, honestly. Well, who is it? Really? I know NSYNC was the winner, basically, the of the 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 boy band war of the early 2000s, late 90s. Backstreet Boys, you know, strong second. Everyone else, whew, who cares? That's true. They're, yeah. Wait, you weren't a big fan of 98 Degrees? That's that one guy. He married that uh, that lady. What's her face? Yeah, the the, the blonde one who couldn't figure Jess- out Jessica the Simpson. difference between chicken and fish. Uh, That's the one. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Marge, is, uh, we, we finally get to, to Homer uh, quizzing Marge in bed. She's a little upset because it's late at night. Homer takes his own test, takes the life expectancy test. Okay, there's a black widow at your door, a rattlesnake at the window, and a scorpion on the phone. Do you A, none of the below, B... Only for God's sakes, it's 2 a.m. Fine, I'll take the next quiz. How long will you live? In an average week, how many braised ribs do you eat? Marge, do you think that counts honey braised? I don't know. I'm trying to sleep. Okay, non-smoker at eight years. Hmm? So according to this, I'll live to be 42. Oh, that's horrible. I won't even live to see my children die. (laughs) Now what's wrong? I've only got three more years to live. Maybe you added it wrong. Let me have it. (laughs) See? And these quizzes are never wrong, Marge. They're put together by the finest scientists in the magazine business. Oh, honey, don't panic. If you just made a few lifestyle changes... No! <laughs> the finest sciences scientists in the magazine industry. There's some fine scientists right there. So Homer, I get I I'm really trying, Matt. I'm I'm pushing through this. <laughs> You're trying not to vomit. <laughs> I, it's not the vomit. It's just this is okay. It's we not haven't a, gotten to the really bad part. No, yet. this We're is still in the. <laughs> frankly, the setup for this episode is fine. Right. It's not. Like, it's not amazing, like, because they've already done the, like, Homer deals with, like, worrying about, like, his a short life period, like, a couple times by now. But it's still a fine setup, like, midlife crisis type of episode. Like, there's a lot of ways you can follow up with it. So the setup is, frankly, this first act is mostly cohesive. I mean, it's. I wouldn't call it like very. Said, it's something they've done before, and something, and they. It's a new take on it, essentially. And I wouldn't call it especially funny, but it is cohesive. It makes like it. It all that like Homer gets a quiz, and that leads to him, uh, worrying about him dying young. Maybe stop eating ribs, but I don't. So many ribs in the middle of the night in bed, probably. Well, ribs in general, because you don't want to eat the ribs of mammals, and mammals are generally very bad for you. I mean, they taste so good, though, Matt. Well, that's true. Especially but we, as a society, have moved past where taste should be the primary concern of our food. This is see. I want everyone just to re- listen to that. That explains Matt in like that one phrase explains Matt's way of thinking. We have to move past taste as oh, the God. primary motivator. Oh, God. As a secondary oh. motivator is very important, but as a primary, I think there are more important things to worry about. Yeah, I was. There's way bigger. Uh, so Homer goes crazy. Uh, he it starts by him watching the the a Robert Evans interview with Charlie Rose on television late at night because he can't sleep anymore, and it drives him insane. Can't sleep. Gonna die. Can't sleep gonna die we're back with legendary producer robert evans now before you did the godfather there was love story tell us about that ah love story the little picture that could was paramount chopping at the bit to make it <laughs> you better believe they weren't but once that tear jerky hit john q popcorn it was bafo boohoo box office all the way <laughs> and the critics loved it too i remember vincent canby said i'm gonna kill you homer you are so dead <laughs> now chinatown was a classic which had problems with the sequel, The Two Jakes. Oh, boy. Disappointed. I had the blues like Chasen's at Chili. I said to myself, Evans, you forgot Hollywood rule number one. Kill Homer Simpson. Hey, what's up? 
What's all the screaming? Some of us have grammar school in the morning, you know. Maybe you should see a doctor, homie. A head doctor. I'm not crazy. It's a TV that's crazy! Aren't you TV? With the crisis, Charlie Bluton's birthday. The solution, a snappy banner. Out comes the phone, in flies Bobby Town, and six drafts later, I had myself a party. You see? Gibberish. All gibberish. I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't mind the fact that they use Robert Evans to deliver that Homer is insane. I, I, I kind of, I do mind the behavior that he does at work following this, which he acts like he's various. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's. He, he Burns is at the plant. They cut to Burns at the plate with a ins- another a, a pl- inspector, some governmental regulatory guy, and he's doing it great. And then Homer shows up and he acts all crazy. And then he has to go see a psychologist, per- uh, psychiatrist. Uh, I, the plant has them, I guess. News to well, us. I, w- I would hope so. I mean, that many people, I feel like every HR department, that's probably because, I mean, nuclear power plants generally take, you know, several thousand to tens of thousands of workers to keep running. So any organization that large needs some kind of mental health professional involved. I know, but it's the Springfield nuclear plant. Matt. Yeah, I do you really think they have an Fair. HR department. I mean, yes, just to absolve them <laughs> of, guilt. Of, of guilt. Yeah. OK, of lawsuits. So, uh, so Homer sees him and... He's the psychiatrist suggests, which this, I guess this is a minor problem, which I can't imagine a psychiatrist with, with the problems Homer is having saying, oh, you should go on vacation to Florida. Like, that's the first recommendation you make? Wouldn't it be like rest at home? See, I would think so, but I'm sure getting away from home is really important. And Florida used to be the place that doctors told people to go because of the weather. Uh, Florida is very humid. It's Hol- very warm. Homer doesn't have tuberculosis. He's just worried about dying young. Well, Florida's occasionally a good place to vacation. Not where they go, obviously. I mean, it depends what you're looking for. So uh, they go on a trip. They go driving to to, to Florida, uh, and unfortunately, find out some bad news. At least they think it is. Bart's sitting next to me. Mom, Lisa's growing. Why are you two? You know your father's had a breakdown. My pockets hurt. Okay, honey, we're almost to Palm Corners. There'll be nothing to do but lie on the beach and relax. Spring break! Spring break! Spring break! Oh, no! We came during spring break! Take him off the glass! Take him off the glass! This looks like a terrible place to relax. We're gonna get you to him. take them off the glass i'm confused oh man so uh, i'm 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 out of this one matt this is where i'm I'm off i'm gone this is yeah i'm I'm done with this i'm (laughs) still in this until we get to kid rock and then i'm out (laughs) okay sure okay um it's because this is immediately this is it's they immediately like they set up a plot like normally this is when we see the plot arrive right in season 11 especially scully years right but it usually has something to do with how they got there like and yeah they see the plot arrive here but this is actually when they leave the plot behind because the plot this would be midlife crisis homer figures something out but all his problems immediately disappear before the act even ends because he immediately jumps out of the car and is great and then flips the car over with his family inside. Well, yeah, because uh, there are two ways to relax. One, calm, quiet, beautiful surroundings. And then there's the party animal. And obviously Homer is the party animal. So what more do you need? I, I need him acting like a human, Matt. Well, then you're in the wrong series, my friend. <laughs> I Homer I I can't I know Homer I think Homer would tip over a vehicle if he was drunk and if his family wasn't in it and neither of those things are true at this point but whatever this episode isn't concerned with being entertaining or making sense or having characters that make sense or having anything have any semblance of even up story 
so this is a me and this is exactly when it starts. I think it's six and a half minutes in. <laughs> it's when yep. whoop, goodbye. Uh that's where we go to commercial, act two. And when we come back, we see the family is staying at the Royal Fart Inn, which a bunch of college students come to change and to the Royal Frat Inn. Yes, that's what passes for a joke in this episode. Anyway, Matt, this is the first. This is a. This episode is a first. It's it. This episode is so bad. I was laughing at how bad it was. Well, yeah, you kind of have to, otherwise you lose your sanity. I like previous episodes. I've not liked. I've always been like more confounded or baffled by the choices this one i'm like it's like the room again i, I think i made tommy was so comparisons multiple times in season 11 not a good thing and this is where we're at where i'm going like this is so crazy i'm laughing at how bad like royal fart in the to the royal frat in i i guarantee you this i guarantee you this was the line of thinking what should we call the hotel? What should we call the 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 motel they're staying at? Well, it's spring break. Let's have them re. Let's have college students rearrange the letter to Royal Frat to f- make make it frat. Well, what could we? What what letters are the same? Fart. Let's just call it fart and then call it frat. Like one. Like no place on earth calls on, themselves. Guys. You the call it a raft. It's not that hard. No one calls themselves the Fart Inn. Like they and they <laughs> in this week's new episode, season thirty. The new episode, the Christmas episode, they make a joke about Family Guy. This joke here, this is running concurrently with Family Guy, and this people have asked, I'm like, do you think Family Guy, Family Guy's writing styles influence The Simpsons? I don't know, but this joke is dumber than the worst of Family Guy jokes. That's true. I feel like Family Guy jokes were actually kind of decent at first, so I don't I, know how they could have influenced I, I, this I bad. Know. I don't know. Let's push through. Okay, anyway, so, uh, meanwhile, Marge ties Homer to the bed uh, when the family goes out to take a fan boat tour. Uh, Homer gets out anyway and hitchhikes uh, to the beach uh, by just jumping a little bit of the bed at a time and somehow writing beach on the underside of the bed. Not quite sure if that was intentional or Homer just got lucky. No one uh, so no one, of... no one, thought that that far, man. Well, thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, we would have lost that classic <laughs> joke. So, yes. Uh, Homer makes it to the beach with uh, all of the, you know, college students, uh, where we uh, find MTV is there. Yeah. Woo! Sapopita here, doing the VJ thing for the most out-of-control spring break ever. And since it's my birthday, we'll party extra hard. Uh, No, not yet. I'm only 25. (laughs) What up, Chew Toys? Sienega here, tightening the hose clamps for you bad girls. We got Kid Rock coming up for all you mosh monkeys. Yes, tightening the hose clamps. The wonderful slang of the early 2000s. Nothing, Robbie? I am, what do you want me to say? Man? I got nothing. I just didn't know if you had any snarky comments. Because now we're on to Kid Rock. Kid Rock is here with uh, Josie. And they are acting extremely... Well, like themselves, it's basically a rap rock show from the early 2000s that Homer is attending and very excited about. Uh, so they do. They play nothing, ball. Really. They play they, ball with a ball, man. That's right. That that wonderful song. I liked it uh, when I was. I liked it when I was 14. Is like because I was a 14 year old boy. Yeah, 14 year old boys have terrible taste in pretty much everything. They really do. It's really notable how bad my taste was uh, at 14. I don't know. The, it, the, the kid rock and this episode they belong together i i can't like they they, <laughs> they so do they they are perfect for each other it's like it's like sleepless in seattle it's beautiful yeah yeah anyway uh the family meanwhile is on a fan boat tour as i said uh they're meeting captain jack the founder of uh oh god what's the town's name palm Something. corners palm corners yes uh apparently captain jack the alligator uh founded the town and even made their flag which is a chewed up piece of uh fabric uh marge is very enamored with captain jack and says that he can crawl up through her uh drain any day yeah anyway it's a friendly alligator uh, it's a very friendly alligator as alligators are known to be extremely (laughs) friendly very friendly 
Uh, meanwhile, at the Kid Rock concert, they're pouring out, a, pouring out a 40 for their homies that they've lost, usually to violence or overdoses of some sort, usually through their own actions or the actions of other people they're feuding with. Uh, but it's a 40-gallon, so Homer decides that rather than let all that precious alcohol go to waste, he is going to drink it, uh, which, of course, gets the entire crowd uh, just royally pissed off at him. Uh, luckily, uh, the sheriff steps in to kind of break things up and admonish the uh, Kid Rock crew and say that, oh, Josie's mom wouldn't want him uh, stretching out that sweater, which, of course, stops all of these <sighs> hooligans in their tracks because the sheriff told them that their moms would be sad with them. Uh, but luckily, the crazy party has cured Homer. He His insomnia is is over. He can sleep again. He's not worried about the future because he partied. Party, 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 you know party. What, you know what's great, Matt? What's that? When they fix, they hit, like, they solve the problem of the episode, uh, like, 14 minutes in, and then just keep going. Well, because now there are new problems. I That's, that's how series work, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a new problem. This episode continues. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. Um, Homer decides that he wants to keep partying because it cured him. Uh, but unfortunately, spring break is over. All of the college kids were going back home to be the leaders of tomorrow. Um, yeah, let's hope not. That would have been uh, that's you, I, Matt. Literally, this is that's you. This is your this is your. You. I would I didn't get I was my first year in college was this year, so I would I would I don't know if I was maybe a little too young for spring break. Still, I wouldn't have gotten to be able to drink legally, and of course, everyone at spring break drinks legally. Oh well, of course, <laughs> you know, no one wants to break that particular rule. Anyway. Uh, Homer decides that he is going to keep on, keep it on, and he's going to keep spring break going. So he goes and rents a fan boat, puts a little banner on the side, and just hauls butt through some kind of swamp. And, uh, oh no, he has run over Captain Jack and killed him. Oh no, nerds. The one, so, uh, Matt, the one likable character in this episode, and they kill him. <laughs> That's true. It's really sad. Are you telling me that all those spring breakers and the sheriff aren't uh, likable characters? They're not characters, Matt. Fair enough. So, um, the sheriff shows up immediately because he just happened to be driving by when they killed Captain Jack. Uh, Homer attempts to run for it, but fails because everything is trying to eat him in the swamp, which is accurate. You know, Florida is, is uh, America's Australia. Uh, but we find out that, unfortunately, the sheriff, who was such a nice guy during spring break, is not the rest of the year. Did you really have to handcuff the children? No, ma'am, I did not. You seemed so understanding before. What happened to boys will be boys. You see, during spring break, the beer company's paying me to look the other way. The rest of the year, I'm a real hard ass. Okay, Sweet Pea, you're next. Whoa, looks like we got a teeny Houdini here. <laughs> well, don't you worry, darling. I got some baby cuffs in the station. Uh, so, yes, baby cuffs are standard issue for Florida law enforcement because of how many children get arrested here. Do you have something to say, Robbie? Nope. Okay. We'll keep on moving then. We'll get past the arresting babies jokes. Uh, so the family runs and steals a car uh, to get away. And this is like the only time I actually kind of sort of genuinely laughed in this is that Marge tells Homer that he can't drive this car because the sheriff took his license. And Homer says, let me try anyway. And then the car starts and he says, it worked. That is the best joke in the episode, guys. I'm sorry to let you know that. Uh, but of course, they do get away uh, because someone left their keys in the vehicle. Uh, and then the sheriff runs out, throws his hat on the ground in consternation, and it springs back onto his head. So, yeah, Looney Tunes joke. Uh, and they get away uh, because Homer recklessly jumps the car across the train tracks uh, right ahead of an oncoming train. So the sheriff cannot follow them. Uh, of course, Homer stopped on the subsequent tracks. So they, as the act ends, they get hit by another train. See, there's bits of clever writing in, in there, Matt. Like there's the like the sports water, those sports water jokes, like the type like the, the, the driver's license joke, the, the bit about Homer's. He says, my pocket hurts. When yeah. he's like that, those are those those feel like sports water jokes to me. They they feel like you know they're kind of absurd kind of things that that if you read any of sports water his his the books he's written since he stopped writing The Simpsons, they're full of that kind of that humor. And and sports water has never has never really cared uh, primarily about story. 
uh he 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 likes to write like, you read his books and it's very clear he likes to write absurd jokes and non sequiturs and the story and the characters are all secondary and so i you know when you think about back in like john Swartzwater, the the best Swartzwater episodes it's a product of a, a room full of people a writing room all the people are contributing and they are there to help but when you give you make mike scully the showrunner and he is also like he's not concerned with polishing episodes until they're perfect you get this you get an episode that has no story and no plot like some of the, i i talk about like disconnects in previous episodes between plot and story this has neither because at this point it is just a it's just random stuff happening over end over end over end and there's no through line there's no cohesion there's that's it's just things happening and i would say if the jokes were funnier i would probably give it a pass but it's not that f- i laughed when because it was so bad because we're seeing the royal fart in like that is a chalkboard gag joke i'm talking like i just talked about oh jokes you didn't that 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 literally would be bart writing on the checkboard we did not stay at the royal fart inn exactly well it, it just shows what the level of humor they're uh aiming for uh, is 10 year old or college freshman level humor <laughs> i i i don't know like i i i i i need i need some consistency in my simpsons episodes i need something like i I need a through line. I need a reason that the people are the characters do things. They need I need a reason. And that there's just not one provided at any point. Um they kill the Okay. So they are running I'm fairly certain you won't go to jail for killing a wildlife. You would just get a severe fine. Pretty I sure. mean, depending on the level. I mean, if you kill an endangered species, there is a jail time as a possibility. But it's a, alligators. It, fortunately, are not endangered. There's plenty. There's there's a lot of gators, uh, even big ones. I don't. You'd probably just get a very severe fine. But whatever. Again, it's nothing to do with like. It's just nonstop things happening, and never a. There's never a break to go. Why are we doing this? It's just because the writers thought so. When we come back, we find out that yes, we end in a big cliffhanger. The, they got hit by a car, or the car got hit by a train correct myself car got hit by a train but the train didn't stop just kept on going with the car it's fixed to the okay just every not even not even a moment that they are concerned with adhering to reality and homer even goes to the snack car while the car is still attached to the front of the train with the train still moving Uh, eventually the the uh conductor dislodges the car and they the car rolls through some like a some meadow or something just rolls down a hill through some woods and then they're at a diner and the diner needs some employees so they work at the diner you took the signs out of the window that's pretty presumptuous how do you know i'm gonna hire you sorry i just want to be a broom boy so bad i like your attitude you're hired how about you missy you want to be a mop girl not really no i like your honesty you're hired and you two haven't said a word. I like that. You're hired. Woo-hoo! Hey, keep it down. Y'all can stay in this trailer. Now it ain't Buckingham Palace. Aww. But I raised eight youngins, three chillins, and a baby here. Ew. Mm, it's so cozy. You're insincere. I like that. No, man, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think this is the last time that she says, I like that? I'm going to go with no. It it seems like that they have uh they they've come up with a joke they like, and they're gonna ride it into the ground like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't I I I I can't I do appreciate uh I, I raised six youngins, a something a chillin and a baby there. That, I don't six mind youngins, three children and a baby. I don't mind that line, but this lady is again not a real character, and they're what. What real? What where? What world are we in? Where they just right? The, like there's not even a moment. It's just like oh well, we're on the run. A train hits us. The, they stop. 
the car rolls down, there's a diner, we get immediately get jobs. Why don't they just go home? This is Florida. What they're, they're not going to chase them across the country for a dead gator. Well, they might. They won't. They wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. They would not. They're, that's there would they would just never be able to go back to Florida, which is exactly what happens at the end of the episode. Anyway, but whatever. They get jobs working at a diner in the middle of nowhere. Uh, we we get how long are they working at this diner? Matt? It seems like at the same time not very long and also very long. Well, I mean, we see on on like we see them working at the diner for less than a minute on air in the episode. Uh, we we get a single scene with them working at the diner, and then we get another scene with them living in a trailer out back, now completely assimilated into the country life. Wow, look at all the stars you can see here. Those noxious gases from the swamp must magnify them. I'm getting used to this country life. Teacher says I'm whittling at a 10th grade level. And y'all hardly ever bicker anymore. Too hot to bicker, I reckon. You know, killing that gator was the best decision I ever made. Got that right. Turn to Boy, howdy. Yep, this place is great. Someday when Lisa and Bart get married, it'll all be theirs. Yuck! You mean when they marry other people? Okay, but I ain't paying for two weddings. Incest jokes. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Just... Oh my god, every step along the way, lowest common denominator, like, what is the simplest, like, let's have boobs on windows, let's do royal fart, let's have incest, southerner incest jokes. Why, <laughs> why does, why, why does Lisa have a southern accent? No one else does. Lisa does, for some reason. Is it because Yardley Smith just did a southern accent and no one stopped her? She's like, hey, I, guys, I can do a southern accent. They're like, yeah, sure, you get that a shot. Yeah, Mike Sullivan's like, yeah, that sounds good. I I have no I don't care about anything that's happening in this episode. I just want it to be done. So yeah, sure. We don't need internal consistency from moment to moment. Uh, no tonal, you know, incredible tonal shifts between uh, two scenes. Who cares? Uh, they and again, if the episode somehow turned into episode doesn't turn into them like settling into this life and then having to go back to their old life because they are immediately hauled off caught by the sheriff it like literally their trailer is dragged away by the police they are they go to jail for killing the the the, the gator and then and now they're in a chain gang which are totally still things that there are <sighs> I don't, whatever, I'm not gonna, I can't even, I'm not gonna, it, like, Matt, I cannot stop and break, they're in a chain gang all of a sudden, but that, again, lasts for the length of a single joke. There's a single joke about Marge being upset she's being whipped. That is the length of the, the, the time they're in a chain gang, and then they are moved to being waitstaff for the governor of Florida, I assume. I would assume as well, uh, Tallahassee really is a hellhole like that. Um, but also, let's not forget uh, that it really seems like uh, if there's a scene, and I want to say it's uh, the Green Mile, uh, where it's like, oh, yes, uh, everyone is so corrupt, the governor could just use prisoners however he wants. I think that's where they're going here. I don't know what this is. It's just it's just disconnected scenes. No no real flow it like and they've said this i read this did not surprise me whatsoever said they cut four minutes out of this episode four of what four i don't know honestly i have no idea but it explains why nothing makes sense and i i don't know why i don't know how you animate four extra minutes of show that seems like a colossal failure on production side like you go oh yeah we've written this episode it is four minutes too long four Four minutes too long. So they cut four minutes of the episode, uh, which explains why things make no sense and there's no connection between anything in any scene. So now they're working at the governor's ball party. I don't I don't know. They're at I assume they're in the capital. Assume they're in Tallahassee if they're still in Florida. And uh, they make a plan to escape. I can't, I've not, we have not even stopped to breathe one moment, Matt. There's never been a single time where we've re like, they had a second where they went, oh, we're, 
we're working at a diner now, and I guess they've been there a while because now they've they're used to the lifestyle. Oh no, they're in jail. Oh, they're in, going to court. Oh, now they're in a chain gang. Oh, now they're at the governor's party. Like, why? Why? Good question. Good question. There's no reason for it, and there's not like uh, the like a joke about Marge getting whipped. That was necessary. Like, it's just these. They're like these scenes are anchored for like to these jokes that aren't terrifically funny to begin with. So I don't know why. Why would you sacrifice the coherency of this episode just because? Oh, we thought that maybe because that joke. We thought that joke was funny. Ah, um. So they're at the party. They have an escape plan. They're gonna distract the sheriff. And they're gonna get out. Except they don't. Except they do. Sakes alive! Our beloved Captain Jack isn't dead after all! Well, don't that beat all. I guess you folks just stunned him. That's what we've been trying to tell you! Well, looks like you folks are free to go. But don't you set foot in the state of Florida again. Fine. There are plenty of other states that are happy to have us. Well, we're still welcome in North Dakota and Arizona. Arizona smells funny. <laughs> North Dakota, here we come. I've always wanted to see Mount Rushmore. That's South Dakota. Oh. No one wants to go to North Dakota. And really the only reason to go to South Dakota is Mount Rushmore. I drove through North Dakota. was not appreciable not nothing much appreciable there to see nope. there's a lot of fields and oiled derricks uh th- that's that is the end of the episode like they are they they hatch an escape plan they moment they don't even escape they distract the sheriff for like eight seconds they are captured again and then the gator captain jack just waddles his way out of the a building that's nearby and they go oh captain jack's alive and then they're back home Yep. What? Robbie, how how else would this possibly have ended? It's just a random series of jokes. <laughs> I mean, apparently they they uh they cut the scene in which they they let, it's on the record that Captain Jack was being interred in the governor's mansion or something. Yeah. Um the Capitol, actually. It's a Capitol building. Um so we we and also, they didn't check if that gator was actually dead. And it's been well, they how don't know long? what makes the gator dead or alive. And how long has it been? Reptiles are weird, Robbie. We uh, all know this. They're that weird. Where they are knocked unconscious for weeks. This is enough time for the Simpsons to <laughs> to get arrested, to escape, to settle into a new life, get arrested again, stand trial, go to it like being in a chain gang, including the children. I should add, and then get moved to a, a governor like <laughs> and then the game and then they cut anything that makes the ending make sense at all like it's just i'll say it again it's lazy it is just lazy writing it it, it is the, the 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 a semblance of story is necessary otherwise it's you could just make it stand-up comedy like well, at least family guy you know what I, I, we rag on Family Guy a lot, but I'll say that Seth MacFarlane understands to make those most of, like, yeah, Family Guy is mostly just jokes. It doesn't really care about character too much. I mean, some certain episodes are more so than others, but Seth MacFarlane understood, at least when he started that show, like, well, we write all these unrelated non sequiturs, these kind of sometimes absurd humor that is disconnected from what's happening otherwise in the episode. They structure it so that it's just a it's a a, a, a pop away sequence where we have one of the characters having a, a little thought bubble and then we we see the joke or it's not even it cannot even be that it might just be a cutaway and the cutaway gag and it just is happening and we see it and that's the joke but at least that is that and it doesn't drag its characters into those jokes into those non related things and that's why I don't. The, the Simpsons have almost never shown themselves capable of that kind of humor. Like, the, the the strongest Simpsons jokes are always connected to character in a certain way. And if they're not, it's at least connected to the situation the character is in. And if it's not, well... If it's not, you get this. You get jokes yep. about alligators and chain gangs and 
40 gallons of malt liquor and Kid Rock. And I, I don't know, like, this thing is atrocious. Like, I, I there's no padding this. This episode is terrible. Um, yep. It's not, I, I'm, when I'm saying I laughed because it was so bad, that's like, literally, it's either, like, I'm going like, oh, God, it's like, it's earned its reputation over the years. It is it just awful. Homer, Homer is a sociopath in it. Uh, Kid Rock and Josie add literally nothing. Uh, there's a sheriff doesn't even get a name. Uh, his character is Redneck Sheriff. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this thing. It's terrible. I could, I'd be happy never to watch it again. Oh, I, I never watched this episode unless forced to. Yeah. This will be the last time I think I ever watch the, the kill the alligator run. Uh, we will rank it at the end of the show. Uh, hey, guess what, Matt? Will it be the worst? I guess we'll have to talk about well, it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think it is time for fix this episode. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. So, Matt, how do we fix this thing? So, um, honestly, I think we talked enough about it. We're basically going to have to lean into the opening uh, situation, essentially. Homer is scared of dying. Uh, we need to find some way to fix that. Uh, now, it's possible that uh, the partying, maybe not the best way, but it's it's a good start. You could say, oh, Homer just needs to develop more of a thirst for life. And so they take him on a vacation somewhere, maybe with extreme sports. Heck, I would even uh, some guest stars from the X Games or whatever. Just something exciting to get Homer invested in life again instead of going to spring break in Florida. That's just a thought. I mean, I think you're right. I think you have to start with it's a midlife crisis episode for Homer. But the spring break, and still, I would say you could still do spring break even, but it doesn't solve anything because you can't have that happen 10 minutes into your episode. You can't have the ending 10 minutes in. So it doesn't fix anything. Homer still has the, the problems and he realizes, oh no, the drinking won't cure me. I need to, the partying won't cure me. I need to do something else. And maybe he become, it could be in Florida. They find an, another – someone needs help in the town. Let's say, yes, spring break has left and certain business is in trouble. And you could still do the Simpsons settle down in a new area type episode for a while. And Homer is the primary focus as he's like maybe working for this business and helping people doing – for some reason. Maybe it's like sea life. Maybe you could still make it about gators even. Maybe Homer is trying to help the local animal population. And then Lisa is there to like be flavor because she loves animals. Uh, and then pair off Bart and Marge and they do something else. And it's still about Homer gaining, you know, appreciation for life. And then through that, everything gets better. He has to make a choice, a tough choice about leaving the place. Everyone's sad. But then they go back. What I like, I don't know. I honestly don't. That's like the best I got. But the problem is, there's like, there's no, like, a lot of episodes that are broken. There's like building blocks there that you can reassemble into a new shape. There's nothing in this thing. No, no. Well, it's like you said, there are blocks that could have been parts of other good episodes, but for some reason, they just kind of all threw them in here and they just don't work all together. It's like a. It's like a. Those. Like a, a. When you're trying to play Tetris and it's just, you're. All you're getting are the little squiggly pieces over and over and over and over again. Just squigglies. And you can't make a Tetris with them. Nope. Won't work. Uh, but I, frankly, this is, imp I, I, here, my actual answer for how to fix this episode, throw it in the garbage can and start yeah. over. <laughs> start over. That's, like, that's how you fix this episode. Erase everything. Delete all the words. Start a new one. Select all backspace so you fix this thing uh we can move on we can move on to our next segment it's time for comments from the news group okay here we are alt.nerd.obsessive comments from the news group sorry i come through the old alt.tv.simpsons news group see what people were talking about the week or two after an episode debuted what they thought of it if there's anything else interesting bring it up so matt um i'm you ready for this i got a i got a an, uh, a positive review for you really okay 
This episode is so crazy, it's super crazy! I mean, Homer has yet another midlife crisis, so he goes to see the plant shrink. Shrink tells him to go to Florida with his family, then it starts getting funny. Very funny. The humor went a bit south in Act 3, but it's no big deal. Heck, I think all 233 plus episodes are funny. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that thought for the sake of sounding like a critic. And that wise, my grade... And that wise? I don't know what they say. My grade for this episode is A+. I'm not sure if this review... I think this guy is writing parody reviews at this point. It I, seems like it has to be like, oh, I thought all of them were funny. Really? All of them? Uh, but I'm just... I will say that there are... Th- that was the only real positive review. And then the rest are like mediocre to just plain up, I hate this. Which here's some Fs for you. Okay, after a crappy cameo, a wild chase, and some unhilarious boob jokes, what do I get? A pile of crap unworthy to be a Simpsons episode. I try to view this episode as easily as possible. I really wanted to like this episode. The plot seemed quite impossible. It starts as, out as Homer with stress. It ends up with Homer and Co. trying to escape being a waiter during a during a dinner at a diner the jokes were pathetic the car crash the chase scene the quiz bit that was stolen from all in the family i hated the concert scene most of all we've seen homer try to be cool in a concert twice before and this was the worst the things that were the most tolerable were the simpsons at the diner scene and perhaps the court scene this is certainly the worst of season 12 if not one of the worst of all time well we're not this is, this is, this is do i have, do i have to break it to him <sighs> it's, it's season 11 um that's an f uh, after a few decent episodes following the painful experience that was Saddlestar Galactica, The Simpsons has produced what is now awaiting my spot for worst episode ever. I'm certain a few reviewings will not change this in- inevitable label. Boob, boob, fart, certain a few, uh, boob, fart, redneck jokes aren't in the same ballpark as hilarious social commentary The Simpsons were able to provide not too many years ago. This episode plays out as if The Simpsons writers have brought themselves to commit think- committee thinking. The concept, a spring break episode of some sort while still incorporating Kit Rock. Paper being passed around the table. Each writer writes a line is very much what this episode comes across as. A bewildering, atrocious episode. F. This episode was horrible. Bottom of the barrel crap. They don't even have the writers are trying to piss off the fans pillar hide behind this time like they did in that god-awful Jockey Elves episode. The VJ joke was funny, but what joke does not an episode make? The plot itself just wandered from place to place, not actually going anywhere, and spouting out lame jokes for an episode's entire run. The whole Spring Break episode was an interesting concept, but John Swartz sweater really bombed it. I never thought I'd say this, but grade F. One more. I never thought I'd say it, but worst episode ever. Man, this thing started out bad and just got worse and worse. I did not laugh once the entire episode. The whole I like that thing was mildly amusing. That's about it. I don't think this episode had one redeeming moment. It did have everything that an episode could possibly do wrong. The scenes of the power plant both burns in with Lenny and Carl seemed off. Everything in Florida was stupid. Kids Rock presence was pointless beyond belief. Some of the voices even seemed wrong somehow. Maybe a subplot or something would have helped, but as it stands, this was a 22-minute crap fest. I think Marge said it best. This family has hit a new low. F. It, it really feels like this is the one that has brought everyone together except for that one guy who might be a parody account. There's like there's some bees in there, Matt. I don't want to point point. I just say I they are overwhelmingly in pr- compared to previous episodes this season, overwhelmingly negative about it. So I don't know. There's not a lot Brains, else. They're not, correct. Yeah, not a lot else uh, in the comments. You know, aside from just everyone hating this episode. We can move on. Our next segment is time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow? KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite Barney quote? That's a great answer, as always. First from John, don't cry for me. I'm already dead. Oh, <laughs> Poor Barney. Uh, that was very popular. Ryan, I haven't been able to find a job in six years. And what training do you have? Five years of modern dance, six years of tap. Took mine, uh. You're allowed to use the same answer, man. Uh, from Jason, I like it. Says it all. I say it all the time and think of Barney. From Sean, all I remember is giving a guest lecture at Villanova, or maybe it was a street corner. Oh, burn on Villanova. Uh, from come from Kevin. Uh oh, my heart just stopped. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> from Dominic, and I say England's greatest prime minister was Lord Palmerston. Come on, man. Oh, sorry. Lord Palmerston. Uh, Pitt the Elder. There you go. Daniel, I'm worried about the beer supply. After this case, and the other case, there's only one case left. Uh, Kevin, I don't know where, where you magic pixies came from, but I like your pixie drink. Mm-hmm. From Mitch, 
Your infatuation is based on physical attraction. Talk to a woman and you'll realize you have nothing in common. Barney, that's so insightful. How'd you come up with that? It was on one of these bar napkins. Which I feel like that should be something you put on bar napkins. I've always wanted to know what advice for booze hounds was on the other napkins. It's a season 31 episode. Uh, from, from D. Ah, natural light. Get it off me. Get it off me. I agree. Get it off me. From Bill. The engine room has sprung a leak. It's filling with a clear, non-alcoholic liquid. Very good. Uh, Steven at Sip Devil. Man, you never get me into a ring. Boxing causes brain damage. Then he, then the paint varnish. <laughs> or wood varnish? I'm not even sure. Uh, professor, uh, yes, I would, Kent. My name is Barney, and I'm an alcoholic. Mr. Gumble, this is a Girl Scout meeting. Is it? Is it? Or do you both get to admit you have a problem? <laughs> Very good. Riley at Riley Finnegan 1. Calling out of Smithers after he accepted the Barney guarding job. I look forward to working with you. <laughs> that was good. Abby at Abby underscore near. Uh-oh, my heart just stopped. Oh, there it goes. Also another popular answer. Finally from Zach at Zach Kowalski. Hey, that looks like Princess Die. Oh, wait, it's just a pile of rags. <laughs> What's your answer, Matt? Uh, well, my answer was the uh, the five years of modern dance, six years of tap, but uh, I also really appreciate the one from last week, Precious Alcohol, soaking into shag. Uh, yeah, my answer is also taken. I'm worried about the I'm worried about the beard supply. After this case, any other case, there's only one case left. You can never have too much beer, man. Obviously, well, that's true. Even I know that. Uh, so next week, we, next week's we will not have. We are because of our recording schedule. Uh, for this the holiday season, we will not be un, We will not have enough time to have a separate listener question. We only have a single day between releasing the episode and recording it. So, uh, no listener question of this week, guys. Take the week off. Uh, go hug a loved one, or go watch your favorite episode. Yeah, because go, it's probably been several seasons of us since you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, go watch. A, go watch your favorite episode. Go watch. Uh, they're doing uh, roast, uh, uh, Simpsons roasting and over an open fire on uh for the simpsons so on instead of a new episode which is fortunate because that's better probably than the new episode would be so watch that but we can move on with that to our next segment it's time for the no google trivia challenge i am too smart i am too smart smrt i mean smart the no google trivia challenge is for men i each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy one medium one hard and try and stump the other I have a six-point lead on Matt. Gonna try and gonna try and hold on. You ready for an easy question, Matt? I am ready. These all are from Lisa's first word. Okay. What is Lisa's first word? Uh, I believe it is Bart. 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 That is correct. All right. All of your questions uh, this week are from Lisa's pony. Hmm. So should be an easy one for you. Yeah. Well, first one. What is the name of the pony Homer buys Lisa? Princess? You are correct, sir. I'm impressed with how quick that came out. She likes smooth jazz? Is that what I... This probably might be one of my other questions, so I'm not going to even say it yet. Your medium it's question... It's a question you've asked me before. It's like uh, uh, smooth jazz in the, or uh, easy listening in the morning, smooth jazz at night or something like that. Right. Your medium question, Matt. What year is Lisa's first word set in? Uh, ooh. I'm going to say 1980. I'm sorry, Matt. Oh, 1983. Oh, oh, my, that's my birth year. How did I? <sighs> <laughs> All right. It's, it's 1983. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's Cindy Lauper? Introduced a generation of hicks to plane travel. Cindy Lauper is something, something. Mm. What's my medium question? All right. Your medium question. What size read does Lisa ask Homer to get her for the talent show? Oh God, I can't. I I should know this. I should know this, but I don't think I do. <laughs> so depressing. Um, wait, what was your question? Your last question? Hmm? My last question sorry, was because... the name of Lisa's the at least the name of the pony. No, sorry, the last question you asked me because this th that episode takes place in 1983 and 1984 because there was an Olympics in the episode, and that was the 84 Olympics. I'm just going by what what Homer's narration says, Matt. Huh. Well, I'm technically correct, but I guess I can let you. You're still only on you're still only half right, which is not enough to get you any points. The size of Lisa's read is it's one of two things, and 
three and three eighths. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's four and a half. Four and a half. Man, I thought it was a hard fraction, not a one of them. Not one of them <laughs> All right. Your hard question, Matt. What is the realty company Margin Homer used to house hunt? A realty company. Um, I have no idea. It is Stinking Fish Realty. Ugh. With a name that bad, we have to be good. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. That is, that's on there. On the sign up front. What's the hard question? Okay, your hard question is let me turn back to the right tab. What situation does Home Marge imagine when Homer is late to Lisa's concert? She thinks of four things that could have happened to Homer when he is late. Oh no! Is it? I think it's like a good and then a bad and then a good and then a bad. I think that's right. I can either confirm or oh, I see it. Oh, I see how it is. Um, one is drunk at Moe's. Um. One is, let me think of a good, uh, one is changing a tire on the side of the road, one is crash the car, and one is saving people from a burning building. You you got two of them kind of, sort of. Sorry, one of you got correct. One of them was uh, him at Moe's. That's obviously the correct one. Uh, The other one is he is changing a flat on the side of the road. The second one, he has been treed by a bear. He has run his car into the top of a tree, and a bear is trying to get at him. And the last one is that he has been abducted by aliens. Oh, I don't remember that. I remember the two mundane ones I remember. I do not remember the alien or the bear thing at all. Um, I think we're going to have to skip over bonus questions for today, man. Yeah, we're running out of time. Uh, so, without... You can uh, we that leaves us still six point gap between me and Matt forty three to thirty seven. See how we see how we go as we have a few more episodes left in the season, but we can move on to our final segment. Segment we end every single episode with. It is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Uh, is this the worst episode ever? I don't think so. It is very close, but I I really hate some of those episodes at the bottom. Uh, I think Missionary Impossible is worse, but just by a hair. But I could be convinced, honestly. I don't know. I It's so bad you don't want to think about it. I, it's really, they're both really bad. Um, They're both so bad. I, I don't know. I Missionary Impossible is more offensive. I think this is lazier. Yep. Um, I don't think either of them are like, I laughed at this because it's bad. I don't know if that count. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to count that towards its quality because I'm rating these as Simpsons episodes and I don't like to think of Simpsons episodes as so bad. I laugh. Um, I think the, 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 the thing with me, Matt, I think the laziness is my overriding, like worst thing I could, worst thing I could ascribe to it. So I think this is mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah, because honestly, I'm okay with that. Just because none of it makes any damn sense. It doesn't. It has. It's. It's not even an attempt at making a like a cohesive story. And if if yeah. there if there was one at some point, like because you know, oh, they cut four minutes. Well, then rewrite the episode. I yeah. don't like. That's. It's not. That's what. Like, oh, we wrote this thing too. It's too long. Instead of rewriting it and make it cohesive. It is cut stuff and make cut stuff that frankly needs to be in the episode because it makes it make a little bit more sense. But still, it just jumps from scene to scene. It does not care about any of these people as characters. None of it matters. It's completely forgettable. It's not funny. It's there's there's like nothing. There's nothing redeeming in it. And like it's and at the end of the day, when I like I all the every other episode that we've said is broken. I think we've come to a conclusion where we go. Ah, I think I fixed it. I think we I think we yeah. fixed it. But this episode I'm kind of I I just del- I like I said I would just delete it. I don't think it there's no salvaging it. There's nothing in it that I want to keep. Like what's so in what's in this that is so vital? What jokes about Matt Quiz magazines? Yeah. So it takes Homer having a midlife crisis, which is something that's happened before and will happen again and just goes in a weird direction with it. Two new number last on our list number two thirty one kill the alligator and run. It's terrible. <laughs> yep, it's so bad. 
It's so it's like laughable. It's laughable. It's so bad. So last on our list, kill the alligator run. Still number one on our list is Homer's enemy. Um, our next episode, Matt, is last tap dance in Springfield. You can't say I remember this one very fondly, but uh, hey, maybe I'll be surprised. It has uh, what's her face in it? You know, what's her face? I don't know. The, the don't they? Is this the one with the 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 Vicky Valentine? Right. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then she has the oh god, this has the shoes. Yeah, the, the tap dance, the, uh, the tap dancing. I forgot about that. Okay, the auto so tap dancing, auto shoes. shoes. <laughs> oh, god. Well, that's our next episode. Uh, you guys can watch along with us. You can find this list on our website, thesimpsonshows.com. Links to everything there, our Facebook, our Twitter, our RSS feed. Link to our Patreon if you want to throw us a couple dollars. We'd obviously appreciate it. Um. That'll do it for us. Uh, before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, Sing It's Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. And the the Serial Fanaticist, which is about lots of nerdy things. Um, some a lot of episodes with Matt where we talk about certain fantasy series. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. And the Lord of the Rings. And, and, yeah, we have to say those. You have to say those in British accents so it doesn't count. Uh Matt does not participate in social media. There's a certain level of Patreon back here. You want to find him. Uh, that is true. Uh, I have decided that uh, in search of more cold weather, I am moving to the Great White North. Uh, that's right. I am moving to, you know, the Arctic Circle while it still exists. Uh, so if you need me, just, uh, you know, wait until my house melts in a month. With that, I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching the Simpsons. Shh.